Hey guys, you're listening to the JK Experience where we help leaders. We help them, James. We don't train them anymore. We help them. Help brother. them. Leaders to live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. Well, you can tell already, I got my main man, James. He's on. He's back. Sort of. Kind of. I didn't even realize that it used to say train them. It used to say train. I know. And I never noticed it myself, to be honest with you. And then mm-hmm. as, I, and I, as I kept on saying it, I'm like, I don't like that word. Who wrote that crap? I feel somebody way smarter than me, to be honest with you. <laughs> yes, I am back. JK, it's good to be good to be back. It is, buddy. In the studio, dude. Um, you know, it's funny. You know, this was, this was so much of our routine for so long. We were just crushing these. Yep. And it's not the fact that we don't love doing them because we love being in the studio. This is also obviously a time for you and I to be talking and <laughs> catching up. Sometimes we catch up for the first time in the studio. And uh, it's been everything but being in the studio, it seems like, over the last uh, couple months. Isn't that the truth? You know, we you were right. This was used to be a part of our routine. You and I had some really, really good discussions before you hit the record button. Yeah. And we've, we've just gotten away from that. I mean, things get so busy and our lives get so hectic that we just got away from it. But I really enjoy it. Right. Well, and, you know, as always, hey, listen, we are talking firsthand here about the things that are going on in life and projects and yep. new opportunities. And, uh, you know, one of the passion projects that uh, that I have and I have um, I have convinced my man James to be a part of, uh, even though I know that he really does love being a part of it, but he's mm-hmm. taken a bigger role in it, is our man-made, man-made project. And, um, man, we just, uh, well, first of all, it is a lot of work. Anytime you start a new company, anytime you start uh, something that uh, is going to be a new venture, Mm -hmm. you don't realize, for those of you that haven't gotten in it, um, you don't realize how many hours you have to put into it just to get it started. Yeah, the devil is in the details for sure. And, you know, we... We've been putting a lot of effort into it yeah. and finally had our first event yeah. and it was a smash. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. And I'll tell you, and that's what I want to talk about today, but um, I know a lot of you have started companies and I know a lot of you have um, started things from the ground up and you know exactly what we're talking about where it just is, it's every night, it's every weekend, it's every sleeping a moment that you have, you don't sleep because you are working on it. And then you, you find time during the day because you have a real job on top of all of this as well. And so, yes, what James is saying is that we had an opportunity to put our first alpha camp, uh, on, and, and here's the thing, um, you know, let me tell you the backstory of that one first and foremost, because this wasn't something that we had been planning for six months or a year and said, Hey, finally, we're going to do this on, on this date. This was literally a, a moment when I was talking to my mentor and he saw the restlessness in me. He really knew that there was just something that was not settling with me very well. And it was him calling me out and saying, you need to put on an event this year. And that was so good for me to have somebody call me out. I just needed that extra motivation. I was, I was already motivated to do an event, but I wasn't necessarily, I was convincing myself that 2022 would be the year that we should do this. The next year we should do this. And, uh, I know that all the guys that are in the group, um, the men on it, Jordan and Jimmy and you, James and myself, uh, you all received a phone call. It was either later that day or next next day, and I said, "Okay, change the plans." Because I think that just the week before, I probably made a statement like, "Hey, we're not going to do anything this yep. year. I think it's just too much pressure. Let's get ready for next year." And the next day was 
we're going to do an event and we're going to do it in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. First of all, thanks a lot, mentor guy. Um, really appreciate that. It's, it's thrown a wrench into my life. Um, thanks. No, seriously, it was. It was. And I appreciate that. I really do because I see that in you as well. Like, for those of you who don't know JK personally, he does. He gets a he gets really ADD. Like and yeah. not not the bad way, but he's just like what's the next big thing? Yeah. And I admire that in him because I have a little bit of that in me too, but he was just itching, like he was just uncomfortable not doing anything. Yeah. And I love that I love that he he saw that in you and said, "Dude, do it." Yeah. Um what I don't love is how it was all hands on deck for 3 weeks like we got to get this done. There's so many things that we need to do. It all worked out well. Right. I mean, it went really, really well for only three weeks preparation, but it wasn't just three weeks preparation. I mean, this thing was in this thing was in process for yeah. a lot longer than that. But yeah. we really had three weeks to to find the venues to to put the events together and make it happen. Yeah. And you you did a great job. I mean, yeah, I have I have a day job and I had other things that had to go on. You had one too, but you still found the time in between your calls to set this stuff up. And it was awesome. Yeah. Well, I think like anything, it should go to show that like when you are passionate about something, you'll always make time for the important things. Right. Yes. And that's exactly what I did. It was less sleep for sure. It was super focused on things, but I love it. I mean, that's the thing that we all have to, I hope that people take away from that is that when you find the thing that you're passionate about, it's amazing how laser focused you can get. So we all have the capabilities of doing that. And so if you have a moment, like if right now in your life, you're just like, I just, you know, I don't really, I'm not really motivated. Well, you've got to find the thing in your life that will motivate you. You got to find the thing that you are passionate about that you can give direction. And and so, uh, we've all got the capabilities of doing it. You've just got to go through the process to figure that out. So, um, let's talk about, we're going to, so we're going to talk about alpha camp. And so let me give you just a brief description. Alpha camp is, uh, for us, an opportunity for men to come and do some bucket list opportunities in their life that maybe they, they, uh, they've never been able to do. Um, they don't know how to do it. They don't know, they don't have the resources to do it and create an environment for not only the bucket list opportunities, the fun things that fill your life, but also an opportunity to be around other men, other men that, um, have, Oh, maybe have some, you know, they, they want some, they have some goals that they want to achieve men that, uh, are finding like their cup is completely runneth dry and they need that, uh, they, they need that opportunity to fill that cup again. Uh, guys that, uh, you know, maybe have a ton of questions going on in life and they're, maybe they're thinking about going in a different direction, or maybe there's a challenge that they're being faced with and they, they just need a group of men around them that they can, uh, that they can talk to and they can have those men pour into them. And so we did this. It was a two and a half day experience. It was absolutely awesome. Uh, we had a tremendous amount of fun, which I mean, we had a lot of fun. Uh, we did a few workouts that kicked some kids, kicked some guys' butts, no doubt about it. Right. Yep, yep. Uh, we got, a, we got them uncomfortable in a few situations as well too, which was awesome. And, uh, but I'll tell you what, that's the thing. Like when in, in looking back at it in, uh, the memories that were created, the stuff that they talk about are the moments of when they got uncomfortable. Right? You, you bet every time. Um, you know, I think we learned this uh, from going through the awakening, yes. right? It was, it was something that became really apparent when we were in the awakening. And every time the physical challenges got tough, guys had really big breakthroughs. Yeah. And guys made really, really strong bonds. Yeah. I mean, there's still some guys who went through the awakening who are really tight to this day yeah. a year later. Yeah. 
And I think it was awesome. There was so many, first of all, I think it was just a great group of guys to begin with. Right. They were all like-minded. I mean, they came from all walks of life, yeah. literally all walks of life, but they yeah. were like-minded people. They, you know, they were all there for a purpose and they just need, needed somebody to guide them through that. Yeah. We had a Navy SEAL. We had a, um, uh, an army ranger. We had a fitness guru that, uh, um, trains celebrities and sports, uh, athlete athletes. Um, we had a, um, a golf pro, uh, we had business owners, um, I mean, an American Ninja warrior. We had an American Ninja warrior. Yes. Yeah. Can't forget about our man Colby there. Right. Um, and so, yeah, so we had all different walks of life and yeah. which was phenomenal to bring them all together because we had so much in common with each other. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there was about 13 of us and just phenomenal opportunities to have some great conversations, great experiences and a lifetime of memories to come through that. And, and now too, like, here's the thing is that it doesn't stop there. We have, we, we have what's called our tactical guide for men, um, afterwards that, uh, all of them signed up for, to be a part of where, uh, we're giving them, um, and an opportunity to, to continue to stay in touch. And also we're giving them tactical guides to go and tackle some really big projects and big ambitions that they have in their lives and how to, how we, how we tool them through that. So, um, it's just really, really cool. And we're super excited about the fact that we got that one done and we've already got our second one ready to go. We'll talk a little bit about that later, but I want to talk about, uh, just a, a takeaway and, and James gave a presentation on Tuesday at our office meeting that we do for our entire company. And, uh, I had the pleasure of being up in Buffalo at our other company and I got to watch this. I got to listen to this via zoom. And I also got to read the room as you were giving your presentation. So I didn't get to see the, the Casper office and what they were experiencing, but I saw this room up in Buffalo. And uh, I would love for you, James, to um, just maybe give a few highlights of what your talk was about, why it was so important for you to talk about that and the impact that uh, this this last weekend made in your life. Yeah, I think I, maybe I can kind of channel that, that vibe again. Um, so a big part of the alpha camp was, was these two heavy workouts. Now I'm not saying they were heavy for the Navy SEAL or the former professional baseball athlete, or they weren't really that difficult for the, uh, for the army ranger, but for what I was calling us regular guys, right. Yeah. You know, the, the construction worker, the golf pro, uh, me, they were hard. <laughs> I mean, they were yeah. difficult. These were, these were circuits that we were doing. Um, you were literally doing, uh, push-ups till exhaustion. You were doing pull-ups till exhaustion, burpees, uh, with a, a ram. I don't even know what that is, but bur burpees with a ram. And I, I told these people, they, they, everybody knows I, I'm not the workout guy, right? I mean, Josh has done a million times more Murph workouts than I ever will, right? Because right. I'm just not going to do the Murph. Um, I'm, I'm not a unphysically fit guy, right? I, right. I'm, I'm tall and thin and I, I'm, I think I'm pretty strong, but I don't work out. I'm not in the gym on the regular. Uh, because it's just not a big part of my life. It's not something that, that I've, you know, I've done it. I, I did it to support Mandy and, and I loved it, yeah. but it's just not an everyday part of it my life. It was a season in your life. I, I'm going to say <laughs> that season will come back around, but yeah, yes, that yeah. season's passed. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. If we'd have been running, if, if Josh would have said, all right, we're going to run five miles, I would have smiled all the way, but it was these really hard physical things that, that I don't end up doing a lot. And there were other guys right there with me. And so the topic, uh, the, the topic of, of my discussion was, who are you showing up for? And a lot of times our, our default answer is, well, I'm showing up for me. 
I'm doing this for me. And my argument is sometimes that's not enough. Sometimes it's not enough yeah. to just show up for yourself. Yeah. And everybody's kind of, again, gauge in the room. Everybody's looking around like, what do you mean, right? This is contrary. So what I said is, how about this? How about those mornings you wake up and maybe it's it, the weather's bad out and you wake up to the alarm and you're like, man, the weather's crummy. I'm not going to really do anything today. And you hit the snooze button. Or in our business where you have to make some phone calls, cold calls, things like that, you go, man, I don't really feel like making calls today. I'm not going to do it today. Really? Well, when you're showing up for yourself and it's only for yourself, you're going to put those things off. And it's easy because nobody's there holding you accountable. Yeah. And the idea there was the first day I showed up to this, uh, to this workout and I wasn't planning on work doing the workout. I, Josh had brought me on to do some, some certain skill sets of mine <laughs> and present on some certain <laughs> skills that I have that are a very part of, good at those certain skill sets, the, by the way. Thank you. But that, they're a part of my everyday life. There's yeah. something that I do as a habit, like Josh works out. And that's what I was there for. So, I mean, I was, everybody else was standing around the gym in, in gym clothes, you know, they were in shorts or they were in, in uh, joggers or whatever. And I'm there literally in a pair of Carhartt pants, cargo pants and a long sleeve shirt. And, you know, I'm, I'm loaded down with hardware, <laughs> right? I mean, I've got all of the amendments, the first amendment, the second amendment, the third amendment, I've got them all covered on my person. So I start, I start unloading all this stuff. I look like a pirate going to bed at night. You know I mean? You just got everything laying there. Well, first of all, hold on. Let's just let everybody know there was definitely some resilience. Oh yeah. Let, let me get there. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thank you for that. So Josh is like, hop on in here, James. And I'm like, nope, not doing it. And he's like, yeah, you have to. And I'm like, I don't have to do shit. Right. I'm not, I'm not working out. And he's like, no, James, if you don't like, he's like, if you don't get in here, there's going to be an uneven number and we've got to pair up. And I'm like, oh, right. I'm like, uh. so that that's when the hardware starts coming out. So I put all the hardware out and I jump in there and it's like, all right, pushups to exhaustion. <laughs> I, already I'm regretting it. Right. So we go through that first day and it wasn't that long of a workout. That first day was like, what, 30 minutes? Yeah. 30 yeah, minutes. Just right over 30. Yeah. But it was hard. I mean, it was hard squats and wall sets and all this other stuff. Am I boring you? No, (laughs) no, none whatsoever. I just, uh. (laughs) I can hear, I can audibly hear that. That's funny. But anyway, so we're doing all these, all these exercises and I was wore out at the end of that 30 minutes. I, I literally went into the restrooms and, and threw up. I don't know if anybody else knows it. Um, William knows it because he heard me in there, but I love that guy. He didn't even say anything, yeah. but I, I went yeah. in and, and I threw up. Now I, everybody knows it. Now everybody, it's on podcast told now. the entire world. But I'm okay with it because it was, it was miserable and yeah. I hated it. And I'm like, yeah. all right. So, so that night I'm like that, I'm not doing it again. I, he better not <laughs> want, he better not want me to work out again. So the yeah. next day, next morning, right, right. Yeah, 7am, 7am bro. show up and it's like, all right, ready for the workout. And I'm like, nope. Josh is like, get in here. You know, I'm dressed the same way. Get in here. I'm like, nope. He's like, bro, you're getting in here. All right. So what I did is I looked around the room and I, and I saw these guys who I had had conversations with later on in the day. And I'm talking about the regular guys, you know, the, the, the Navy SEALs and those, those athletes of the world, they breezed right through this. They breezed right on through. Yeah. But I'm looking at those guys, the construction worker, the, the golf pro, and they came to me at some point and they both said, dude, I don't know if I would have finished it if I hadn't have seen you struggling like you did and yeah. you sticking with it. Yeah. And I'm... Watching you made me want to finish this mm-hmm. because I was without a doubt the weakest link in that group. And somehow that motivated those guys to keep going. And I, I, I resonated on that for a long time. And I'm like, all right. So the next morning I was a little easier to talk into doing it because I realized that those guys watching me struggle 
made them want to do it more. Yeah. And that's when I realized that just showing up for yourself, if I was just showing up for myself, I would have quit. I would have said, no, what? screw this, Josh. I yeah. don't, you can't pay me enough to go throw up again. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But knowing that those guys wanted me there so they could do it, I realized I was showing up for them. Yeah. And that was, that was solidified a, a couple days later when we got in the group text, one of the guys, one of the regular guys says, he sends a text in here. He says, Hey, listen, I want you guys to know I've started going to the gym. And the reason I'm doing this is because I know I have 11 brothers in this group who are going to hold me accountable to this. Yeah. This guy was making life changing decisions based on who he was showing up for. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just himself. Yeah. Right. So I love that. It was, it was a game changer for me, but yeah. it was a life changer for him, mm-hmm. right? It changed his whole life yeah. because now he's doing things and he's showing up for other people. That's awesome. So it, it was great. And, and thank you for that. I, I appreciate the opportunity to, to give that talk. And we're, we're going to build on it. You know, I've talked yeah. about this and we're going to build yeah. on that because I really think you need to, if you're just showing up for yourself, you're never going to make it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, buddy. I mean, that's the thing is that you know, we, we talk about impact all the time, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about influence and this whole point of like living a life of exceptional impact and influence and faith. And how do you build faith? Yeah. Well, you build faith in your, the integrity, how you show up for yourself. It's so important. It's there's, there's so many key components, I believe when it comes to showing up in life. Right. And we all have different chapters of life. You know, uh, as, as you were doing this, I was really interested to see where you were going to go when I heard it for the first time. Because, I, you know, I see it on both sides, right? And we've done that. We've seen this, like, because there's sometimes we need to have that talk where you just got to show up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because maybe what you've done in the past is, unfortunately, you've emptied your tank so much on other people that you've neglected yourself, Agreed. right? And, you know, part of who are you showing up for and the reason why you're showing up for other people and how you show up for other people is first and foremost is that you got to show up for yourself, right? And so the, the gentleman you're talking about, he had been doing that this entire time where he was just showing up for everybody else in life and never once considered how powerful it was for him to do it for himself. You got it. And how much better he is now because he can do that for other people, right? Yes. And so I thought it was just a really amazing and awesome uh a display of what you took away from that weekend that was really made an impact in your life. And of course, obviously the impact it's made in others, uh, lives as well, too. You've had a lot of people coming up and talking to you about it. And I've challenged you to, to be able to do this, uh, on a greater stage, uh, as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think this, the other thing that I took away from this, my man, as I've thought about it is we live in a culture right now where everything is pointed at me. It's not a we thing anymore. Mm-hmm. It's always a me thing. Everything's for the benefit of me. Everything has been an advantage for me. Everything should promote me. Everything should be about me, right? We don't have a selfless society. We have a very selfish society. Agreed. And we are finding ourselves, the reason why we're in the state we are now is because we have people thinking about themselves more so than they're thinking about other people. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was a really awesome image of what true leadership looks like, right? And how we need to be showing up in our lives. And once again, as you say, who we need to be showing up for in our lives. You know, we could fix the family. Yeah. If fathers started to just start showing up for their families, right? 
as opposed to being selfish and showing up for themselves, mm-hmm. right? We could fix marriages that way. I mean, we could fix communities and governments and this nation that way. If we had individuals stop showing up for themselves and they started showing up for other people. So that was impactful, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for being so open and honest and vulnerable, uh, in this. Uh, I know that's, uh, you know, I know it was, I know it was tough. I mean, you and I had had a couple conversations since then where, uh, you know, I really was, was praying and hoping that I didn't uh, cross that line with yeah. you. And, uh, you know, I'm so glad that you and I have had that, um, long and healthy of a friendship that we can go through moments like that, where it's not about testing our friendship, but more about testing each other yep. to see how far we can push each other in a positive way. Certainly. And, you know, when, when you, when, when, you know, when, when I was pushing you to do that, I will tell you, I never saw that fruit come out of it. And it's so awesome to see how much fruit has come out of that, that testing and that doing hard things and you saying yes to it and now benefiting tremendously from that opportunity to say yes to doing something tremendously uncomfortable. Oh, for sure. And listen, here's, here's something that came out of it. I didn't even see coming. Um, you know, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but, but you pulled me aside after the fact and you said, Hey, listen, I really appreciate you stretching and, and allowing yourself to be challenged like that. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to commit to you. If you ever see a point where I need to be challenged, yeah. you have the permission, you have the authority to challenge me too. Yeah. I don't even know what that looks like. You know, here yeah. I, I'm, I'm here and I, I don't even know what that looks like, Josh, but I, I appreciate that, yeah. you know, because it's, it's really easy for, you know, for someone in your position to just continue to challenge, 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 but to put it out there on the other side of it and go, man, I need challenge too. Yeah. That's great. That is a mark of a true leader. And I really appreciate that. I, again, I don't know what it looks like, but I appreciate having that authority. Yeah. I don't know what it looks like either. And it's going to scare me. I will tell you that. So, <laughs> but I say thank you for that because, uh, it was in the back of my mind. I didn't know if we wanted to divulge that or not, but you know, we did and that's good. That's sure. cool. I, you know, so I hope that if you're in a position, you know, as a leader, um, if you're in a position where you are challenging people to step into uncomfortable places and here's the thing, it might not be uncomfortable mm-hmm. for you and you don't understand why it's uncomfortable for them. But the fact that you acknowledge it and you respect it and understand that it is uncomfortable, if you can meet them there too, that's an awesome thing. If you can open and expose yourself to maybe do some uncomfortable things that they find fun, mm-hmm. they find not challenging at all, right? Yep. Uh, you know, that's an awesome opportunity to build that bond, to build that deeper friendship, to build that respect amongst each other. And I think we need more and more of that to happen, you know? Uh, the one question, I just go back to this, you know, uh, the one question that we asked in our organization, this was what, about two years ago when I, when I got in front of everybody and I said, all right, what do, what do you know about me that I don't know about me that I need to know? Yep. Right. So you got to ask that question, but you also got to be willing to go there and accept the answer and then fix the answer for sure. Right. And so this was just another way for you and I, for you to be open to that challenge see the fruits of that challenge because you said yes. And now I got to be willing to meet you there as well. Say yes to that opportunity for where you feel I need to grow because I know there'll be fruit that will come from it Mm -hmm. and I will be better because of it. 
in one form or another. So yeah, I love I love how it was so reciprocal there. So that was that was a big big moment in in our relationship. Yeah. I really fl- I really believe that. No, well, I'm a man. Well, appreciate your honesty. Appreciate you sharing with everybody. That was a lot of fun. Uh, listen, there's a lot more takeaways. We're going to dive into that as well too. I, I would tell you this, uh, man. If you are if you are searching for something where you're just like, gosh, I got to be pushed. I got to be pushed a little bit more here. Um, I I want to I want to have some drive again in my life. I want uh, I need to be motivated again. I gotta you know what I gotta get my circle bigger. I gotta be around. I want to be around a Navy SEAL. I want to be around a Ranger. I want to be around an a successful entrepreneur. I want to be around business people. I want to be around a great dad. Huh? If you want to be around other men that are doing amazing things in life, part of it is just by showing up and who they're showing up for then man-made is an opportunity for you to do that. So you can go to manmade.org, man-made, man-made, sorry, man-made.org. We've got Alpha Camp that uh, you'll see on there. Where our next event's going to be January 27th through the 29th. That will be here in Casper. It's about a two-and-a-half-day event. And I will tell you, gentlemen, you will leave with so many amazing, epic memories and friendships that it is going to be worth the opportunity to come here. And I would tell you this too, it sells out fast. As you, as you heard before, we only had 13 guys there because we keep these small because we want to keep them uh, very intimate and we want to make sure that they're very purposeful. So these are not large events because we do some really, really cool stuff that uh, you probably wouldn't even think of for yourself. And those opportunities only allow for a small group. So I uh, highly recommend that. If you are a wife right now and you know that your husband is not living to his fullest and is not living to his potential and he's just, he's just not alive in life and he's just searching constantly and he doesn't seem to be happy no matter what happens in life, I will tell you, the men that have come to this, their lives have been impacted. We actually got a call from a wife that was so grateful. She was so unbelievably grateful for the change in her husband just after a two and a half day event. Yep. And she sees the difference and she is so excited about the man that showed back up at home. And that's just one wife that is called. And we know that there's other wives that have been completely satisfied and, and, uh, and ecstatic about seeing their, their husbands come home the way that they are. So I encourage you to, uh, sign your husband up for him and then get him here. So man-made.org look up alpha camp. Anything Man, else? I'll tell you what. Yeah, no, I, I just want to I want to further that point. There's there's been some lives changed in just a few short days, but the best part is 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 everybody showed up there with an open mind. Yeah. And they left with something else. Yeah. All right, my man, appreciate you. Thank you. All right, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day and we definitely look forward to talking with you soon.